You're listening to the winning literary show, Off the Shelf Books Talk Radio, live with host Denise Turney, author of the books Long Walk Up, Portia, Love More Over Me, Spiral, Love Has Many Faces, and Rosetta's Great Hope. Turn up your dial and get ready for a blast of feature author interviews, 411 on book festivals, writing conferences, and so much more. Ready? Let's go. Good morning, good morning, good morning out there in Off the Shelf Blog Talk Radio World. Welcome to this Saturday, May the 14th Off the Shelf Show. Thank you to our loyal listeners. As I always, I appreciate each and every one of our listeners. And those who it's your first time tuning in, you are absolutely listening to the Winning Book Podcast Off the Shelf. Again, welcome to this Saturday, May the 14th show. Thank you for joining us. Still waiting for our guests to join the show, and hopefully she will be joining soon. You never, never know what is going on in a person's life. She could be rushing, trying to join into the call, not sure. But one thing I've learned, and it's been a while since this has happened, but one thing I've learned is always be prepared to pivot, always be prepared to keep things moving, moving forward. So I want to I want to ask you guys before I go into today's show before our guest joins how much do you really like like a mystery like real real life offers deeper more complex mysteries than any movie or the best written book I mean real life it offers so much suspense how many people know what's coming next in their life? We don't know what's down the corner, around the bend. We don't know what's at the end of the, our life's path, where we are now. It's a mystery. It's a mystery unfolding. We don't often see our lives that way, but it's like a mystery or a suspense unfolding, and you just want to make it a, a really amazing mystery that unfolds. But that's not to say that books can't tell real-life mysteries in a very powerful way. In fact, Escaping Toward Freedom is such a mystery and suspense book that pulls it pulls this off, Escaping Toward Freedom. And one of the main characters in Escaping Toward Freedom is Clarissa. She is a writer, and she's vacationing in North Georgia mountains. Anybody who's been there, when you think of, like, the Smoky Mountains, these are quiet, earthy, very natural places. You can you can rent cabins. You can live right there, right there off the off the mountains. And those towns are little quaint towns. You might find a boutique, a small restaurant or cafe where you can get something to eat. This is the type of place where creatives will often go, whether it's in music or in writing, to get their inspiration. So Clarissa, she's trying to stir her creative juices to gain enough passion and just get that creativity going to be able to pen her next novel. Now, her last novel was the New York Times and a Essence bestseller, so it really turned out really, really great. But she has been unable to sit down and come up with something to use to write a, a, a new novel with, so she's trying to stir those juices. And so she isn't in the mountains two full days, you all, when she spots what looks to her like a little girl hiding by this cabin that she's rented. And Clarissa has, has written works before in the North Georgia mountains. She's, she's not from Georgia. She moved there after she got out of the Navy and so she's worked at this, this this particular cabin before, and there's another family that rents it, and they they stay there more than she does. She lives herself in Sandy Springs, which is a suburb outside of Atlanta, and she's done well for herself as a, as a novelist. But again, she's in a stuck period. But she isn't in the mountains two four days when she spots. It looks like when she's outside, she's not sure what she sees because she hears this noise. She thinks she sees a little girl hiding by her cabin. And so she invites the girl inside because, I mean, she's out like in the middle of nowhere where this cabin is. So what would this kid be doing out here? And so she invites her inside the cabin that she's renting. And that single supposedly, supposedly helpful, caring move changes Carissa's life permanently. 
So you do something, you think, oh, I'm going to help this person out. Maybe we get in here, we call the authorities, we call try to find our family, and we get her some help. And then you you figure you'll go on with your life. But this single move changes Clarissa's life forever. And I want to I want to get uh, still waiting for our guest to join. If our guest doesn't join today or in a few more minutes, I'm gonna do read an excerpt, set, share some book marketing tips, and then I may close the show early today if our guest does not join. Um, so let me let me go here to I'm gonna do a little reading. All this I haven't planned to do. You know, those of you who've been listening to Off the Shelf for 16 years know that with Off the Shelf, even though I'm a novelist myself, I write novels, but Off the Shelf and my newsletter, I encourage you and invite you to subscribe to my newsletter if you love all things stories, The Book Lovers Heaven, and you can subscribe to The Book Lovers Heaven by just hopping over to my website which is www.chistel.com. Again, that's C-H-I-S-T-E-L-L.com. If you go to chistel.com, you can subscribe for free to the Book Lovers Heaven. It comes out monthly, and that's been going on for years. I don't, I don't really I don't highlight my books. There's one mention, I think, of my books in the newsletter at the very end, but I've, I feature another storyteller in the book lovers have it, the same as I do on Off the Shelf. If you ever hear me do a reading on Off the Shelf, it's generally only been when something happened with the guests, and I want to make sure our listeners don't tune in and don't get zero, and I've never, I don't think I've ever canceled a show, ever. So, um I'm going to do a reading. This is all stuff that I haven't planned to do today, but Escaping Toward Freedom, Journey Out of Trauma, Back to Love and Safety, If You Love Mysteries and Suspense. So I'm going to start with uh, the very beginning, Chapter 1, and then I might skip around a little bit and then share some book marketing tips, and then um, we'll see if the guest joins. If not, I will close the show early. So I'm going to start Hopefully you see this as a treat. Uh, uh, Again, it's Escaping Toward Freedom by Denise Turney. Chapter 1, a northern cardinal, its red crest flattened by the whip of high winds, slammed into Clarissa Maxwell's large bay window. Oak and birch leaves muddled together with broken tree branches were strewn across the front backyards, remaining evidence of last night's storm, a noisy event that had brought pounding rains and shaken Clarissa out of sleep. Sitting in an upholstered chair across from the bay window, Clarissa, a 38-year-old single woman who moved to Georgia several years ago after vacationing in the state, looked down at her laptop screen and frowned. Her brow tightened into ugly lines. Pulling the ends of her cornrows behind her ears, she fell back against her dining room chair. Damn, she cursed to the spacious dining room in her luxury two-story Sandy Springs, Georgia townhouse. Two years and I still haven't published a new novel. I can't go deeper into debt, she scowled. I'm almost buried. Money woes were pushing her close to anxiety. She almost sighed when she heard Mary Newton's song, Who's to Blame, sound across her cell phone, demanding her attention. Normally she left the phone on mute, especially while she was working, but she turned the ringer on this morning after receiving a text from her sister, April. She was upbeat as she sang, Hey, April, what's up? Into the phone, Job stress, April laughed. You or me, Clarissa asked, staring at her laptop's empty screen. I was talking about me, April said. These six senior managers who I support are about to drive me nuts. They are so demanding, she moaned. I'm starting to feel like I can't do this job anymore. After a pause, she lowered her voice and added, I don't want to fail. The sisters, their bond strong since childhood, talked for 20 minutes, interrupting their upsets with laughter every few minutes. Finally, April said, let me get off this phone. I've got to get a butt-kicking project to knock out before morning. But first, I've got to get dinner on the table. What's for dinner, Clarissa asked. Spaghetti and homemade tomato sauce. Send me some, Clarissa begged. Love your homemade tomato sauce. Love you more than anything, April chuckled. You're the best sister ever, Clarissa vowed. Well, sister, treat me to your new novel. 
I'm telling you, April, Clarissa began, glancing toward the bay window. If I don't get a new novel written soon, I'm going to be out of my home. She paused. It's probably why I've been feeling out of sorts. She shook her head. i got to find something to write a novel about. I have to, she added. More volume in her voice. It's mid-July, the time when I've usually been working on a good story, but not this year. <sighs> she sighed. Something's wrong. Call me if you want to talk about it, April offered. I will, Clarissa nodded, chewing her bottom lip. Two years, two weeks later, Clarissa stared at her blank laptop screen. That's it, she stood and moaned. Before she knew it, she was searching the Internet for cabins to rent in northern Georgia. She stayed in the area twice. The first time she stayed in the area was two years ago. The second time was last summer. Northern Georgia offered peace, rolling hills, wild flowers, creeks, and the nearby Chattahoochee River, shutting out the world's noise. She written her 11th novel two years ago while renting a cabin in those hills. The book, A Science Fiction Romance, had turned out to be her Best-selling novel today, landing on the Essence USA Today, Publisher Weekly, and the New York Times bestseller list. An hour later, Carissa printed the email receipt that she received from Mozart Cabin's Travel Services. Then she shut down her laptop, packed it in its leather carry case, and placed the case atop her large, wheel soft side suitcase. The suitcase was stuffed with enough clothes for her to wear for a month. That night, while she slept in her Sandy Springs town, house, it wasn't a fierce, unrelenting storm that pulled Clarissa away from sleep. Instead, it was nightmares, dreadful dreams that promised regret. The dreams were so terrifying that Clarissa had shaken herself awoke with the sound of her piercing screams. Her heart had been racing and her chest felt tight as she'd wiped sweat from her face, neck and arms. She kept telling herself that the nightmares were a product of her money worries. She didn't believe it. The nightmares had been like visions filled with haunting clarity. While she washed her face in her primary bathroom the following morning, she told herself to focus on the sound of the water rushing out of the sink spigot, anything to steer her thoughts away from the faces that she's seen in her nightmares. I'm just worried about staying away from the city for so long, she tried as she dabbed her face dry. She dressed hurriedly. Then she packed and toted her luggage, her handgun, and book bag downstairs into the living room. Luggage in the living room, she entered the kitchen where she scrambled and ate three eggs for breakfast. Looking, took her vitamins and drank a glass of cranberry juice. After she washed the dishes, she went into the first floor guest bathroom and peed. A moment later, she hurried into the living room and placed her Glock handgun in his case. After she put the gun case in her book bag, she glanced over her shoulder, checking to see if she'd forgotten anything. Certain that she hadn't, she headed outside, locked her townhouse, and walked toward her burgundy Toyota Camry, silently praying to God for writing inspiration. Then I start talking about the North Georgia Hills um, and and where she goes to get the key to pick up um, the keys to her cabin. I'm skipping pages. Oh, and then I'm going to skip a little bit more. She spent that first day indoors except for half the half hour that she swept leaves off the front and back porches, and she stopped by a small grocery store seven miles north of her cabin. She refused to let herself consider that she spent $2,000 to rent the cabin, and this at a time when she only had $8,000 left in her bank account. Remember, she just, she's a novelist. She has no other job, so that's all she has. And if these books don't sell, she's going to go hit zero fast. And no source of income outside of her writing and dwindling book sales. Despite her best intentions, Clarissa didn't even open her living room's roll top writing desk. Instead, she popped a large bowl of popcorn, layered the popcorn with melted margarine, and plopping down on the living room sofa, she watched three movies on Finzi and one movie on Tubi. The movies didn't inspire her to write, yet she found them entertaining, especially Crimson Tide, the Navy flick starring Denzel Washington and Gene Hackman. The movie movies also didn't shake. The gnawing depression that she was starting to that was starting to jab at her. She was yet to connect the rondodrons, the flowers outside the cabin window, with the flowers in her nightmares. So I'm gonna stop there and I skipped around but I read part of I skipped pages. I read part of chapter one, Escaping Tour Freedom. Now what I will tell you about this book as well is Escaping Toward Freedom is based on not the specific story, but it's based in part on real-life events. 
Not the Carissa is fictional. These are fictional characters. But what happens, the, the, the core of this story is unfortunately based on real-life events. The core of the story, the theme of the story, and it is unfortunate. And it's uh, events that have made headline news. So escaping toward freedom, it's not a real true story, but what I'm trying to say is the, the core, the theme of it is is unfortunately based on real-life events. If you like a mystery, if you like a suspense, go get a copy of Escaping Toward Freedom. Some people have really enjoyed it, told me it's a page turn, they love it. One reviewer didn't care for the fact they said it was too much detail, too much detail in the story. But I'm telling you, nobody said it's not a great story. And if you like suspense and mystery, I encourage you to get a copy of Escaping Toward Freedom, I think you will be glad that you did so. And I'm going to assume at this point that our guest is not going to be joining us because I'm 15 minutes into today's show. So I want to spend some time. I always like to give in the newsletter, the book lovers have it, which, again, is free. It comes out monthly. Uh, and I did it a little different this year with um uh, I think the Women's March issue for Women's History Month, and I'm doing something different next month for June, which is Father's Day, to honor fathers. And we need both moms and dads. They both need to make the baby and to raise the baby and to care for it once it becomes an adult and even more people. But in the book lovers having, but just like what I'm going to do now, I always like to give people who take their time out of their life whether you're doing house chores and you're listening to off the show, whatever they're doing, and you invested in something I'm doing, I like to give you something that I like to think is just for you. Well, it's not, it's not, it's not something I'm gonna get so much out of. Something just for you. So, like in the book lovers having the links to upcoming writing events, a lot of those events I probably won't go to myself, and I because I have the subscriber base. To the book lover, having is global. I do events that from all over the world. It may be an event in Africa, it may be an event in in uh, Italy, it may be an event in the United Kingdom, and there are a lot of events in the United States as well. But I make up deliberately. It could be in Paris. I deliberately make sure it's global events in there. So if you want to keep up with events. Uh, book conferences, writer conferences, book festivals. You can meet authors. You can get your b- book signed. Whether you buy the book at an event, this is a tip I leave with you, avid book readers. And I'm starting to buy more and more novels. I was at McKay's for Mother's Day this past weekend, and I went in there and got books. <laughs> so I said I'm back to because I love to read too. I love a good novel. I love a good story. I I enjoy it myself. So I buy books as as well. But um, um, if if you do love stories and you buy a book and you already bought it, you could go to an author at a book event and just ask them, could you autograph my book, a copy of the book that you, that you bought? You might have bought it a couple of years ago. I don't know too many authors who would say no. And then um, you could buy a book right there at the book event as well. And ask you know get it get it autographed by the author. That's one of the big a big takeaway from attending a book event. If you go in a bookstore, you're not gonna walk away with ten book autographed books. I, I, even if an author's there signing a book at Barnes and Noble or a local bookstore, uh, or like a McKay's or is a is a bookstore in Trenton. And right now it, it escapes me. It's in downtown Trenton. And then there's a, the Bookworm in Cranberry, New Jersey. I love that store. But there's so many. Um, they, they, there's not going to be a, ten authors in those bookstores signing autographs. I've never seen it. But if you go to a book festival, you could get all ten different books signed. That's a rare, rare treat. And walk away with ten autographed books. And when you get the books autographed, you might, the authors might not be well-known, but like with music artists, uh, actors and actresses, it does, they, their career could take off. Even if they've been writing for 10, 20 years and publishing books, they could write a book, their next book, 
that takes off and goes into the stratosphere, and you've got an autographed copy of one of their earlier books that could be worth thousands of dollars. I'm telling you, go to those books, not just to get an autographed copy that's going to be worth a lot of money, but that's when you can go and walk away with, like, if you buy 10 books, you got 10 autographed copies. Who knows what's going to come of those authors? They could they could write a book that is it needs a lot of work. You could finish it and go, wow, that was a good plot, but that book needed a lot of more editing or more work. And that author gets it right in the next couple of years, and they write a slamming good book. And you were there from the beginning. You know, and I've, in my career I've had people who te- have told me, I want to be there with you from the very start when it might, some of the stories might be a little rough and ragged. And as you get sharper and sharper and sharper, and then you might write that book that takes off. I want to say I was there from the very start, and I had an autographed book every last one of them. <laughs> and there are people who told me that. They wanted that. They wanted that. I want to watch you develop and grow. Going to a book festival gives you that chance to partake of that. Keep them autographed books because who knows what's going to happen with that author. The book could be average or bummy now, but you don't know. As they keep writing and getting better and better and better, one day you're like, wow, and you got that autographed copy. So, And it could be a rare autographed copy because the book may never be they go out of print and may never even be printed again. So that's just one reason. So and in the book lovers having, there are book events in the book lovers having where you can go. Authors can go to these events and connect with readers and sell and autograph their books and just you chat with authors and editors and literary agents and other people and distributors and wholesalers and other people and librarians and people who buy books for libraries and schools and trade books. And you meet all these people at these different events. And as a reader, you get to meet all these editors and literary agents. And you might become an author yourself. It might it might inspire something new, like Clarissa's looking for inspiration and in escaping toward freedom. You might gain some inspiration attending an event that's listed in the Book Lovers Having. Other things in the Book Lovers Having are uh, 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 tips for writers and readers, like what I'm sharing here. It's a very short snippet tip. Uh, and then I have it, it is a, a, a quote from a writer uh, at the bottom of it as well. And then there's a feature interview. There's a, the editorial at the front, and it's short. And then there's a feature interview with a different storyteller. It could be a poet, could be a screenplay writer, could be somebody in the corporate world who wrote a nonfiction book on how to. Uh, advance your career or it could be a novel writer from any genre except I don't do horror and I don't do deep religion uh, and of course no nothing hateful I don't do any of that but it could be science fiction could be romance could be western could be uh, could be a literary novel any type any type of book the feature author and um, the book lovers have it's just so much there. Writing jobs, I have links to places where you can go if you want to get into freelance writing, if you want to do writing consulting, whether it's marketing, whether it's uh, work, writing commercials, uh, radio, podcasts, uh, you, content for companies that are doing really well on YouTube. They're looking for a content writer, a description writer. You can look through these places where these links for these writing jobs and do that and try to grow it into a full-time business or do it part-time. That's all in the Book Lovers Having, which, again, is free monthly. And you can subscribe, again, at chistel.com, chistel.com, and get a copy. I mean, subscribe for free right there on the main page to the Book Lovers Having, and it comes out monthly, and it's been coming out for over well over a decade maybe even more than 15 years. You can also listen to Off the Shelf. There's a link to listen to Off the Shelf right there through, again, chistel.com, chistel.com. You can read free excerpts from Escaping Toward Freedom, free excerpts from my other novels, Spiral, which I'm doing a rewrite of even now. 
Spiral, Love Pull Over Me, Love Has Many Faces. I would love to do a rewrite on that one, but I, not now. i got too much going on. But Love Pull Over Me, uh, Long Walk Up, Portia, Escaping Toward Freedom. And I have written some, I have other, I have other books that are not on my website because I did them uh, so, uh, select through Amazon. Uh, so, but those those you can read free, free excerpts from. It, it, to get my full book list, uh, that's probably at Amazon on my author profile page. Um, the blog is there. There's a the blog, and the blog is for just almost covers motivational, inspirational, helping people with book marketing tips. It's for readers how to connect with your with writers, favorite writers, how to meet them. There's, I'm telling you, the best time almost, and a lot of people don't see it this way, to connect with somebody, whether they're an actor, actress, something they do, it could be in education, science, the business world, is when they're coming up. A lot of people wait until a person takes off huge, and then they try to get with, to talk to the person. By then, the security's tight, and you may never, ever be able to chat with them. But you can chat with an author who's going to come up. They would love to have you talk to them. Once they get way big and there's thousands of people or millions wanting their attention, you probably will never be able to sit down and talk to them. So take take advantage of the opportunities. When somebody is showing they're committed, their passion, their early works as an actor, actress, singer, writer, Educator, et cetera, could be a little rough because they're learning, like we all learn. But once they get there, because they're committed, wow! I mean, wow! It'd just be shocking, and then you might not be able to reach them. So start taking, getting there in the early stages. Say they they still got something to learn, but I'm hanging on. I can see where they're getting better. I'm hanging on. There might be a blockbuster in there, and I wanna, I wanna, I wanna. Build that now so if I go out to the author when they take off, they'll remember me. And I still might be able to talk to them then when they take off. If I wait until they take off and get that book perfect, that script perfect, the singing perfect, whatever they're doing, it may be too late. And I could never reach them. So, and I mean that in a healthy reach them way, a healthy way. Not where you're stalking somebody, but a healthy way. Get in when the person's on the come up. When they still got something to learn, get in, get in then. So that's that's the book lovers having, and then off the shelf. And I want to share a few tips with with you guys for those who are authors. Here's a few things. Number one, I started listening to YouTube. I have a YouTube channel as well. Would love for you to visit me. You can get almost everything where I'm at social media through Chistel C H I S. T-E-L-L.com, you can get almost everything right there. But here's here's a few tips. I started watching YouTube, and then I, I came out with maybe four or five journals. Some of my journals have writing prompts. You can you have to go to Amazon to get the journals. And uh, and I did a, just this year, did a Mother's Day book. And it's it's it has content in it, like writing, but it's also spaces for uh, you to write in and some that book has a lot in it. it has some games in it it has motivational inspirational writing fun facts about mothers some history pieces then blank journaling pages i journal so i love love journals it, that's in that one but then i have some blank journals as well but only maybe two or three that you'd have to get all that through again my author page at amazon Dot com. But so I started doing those journals because I was watching these YouTubes where these people were saying they were making like crazy money uh, on Amazon, and I never have written just for money. I have to really like the story, and I'm not saying I've written every story so flawlessly because I haven't, but I do think I've gotten better. I'm, I'm certain when I look back at older novels I've written that I thought were really good, I can see where I've improved because so, I'm committed to my craft, and I'm always trying to get better and better and improve. But anyway, I've never written, like, for money. I have to believe in the story. I really do. So I 
I um, I was watching these YouTubes, and I said, well, maybe I do some journals. And these people were saying they made like a thousand dollars a month, and some ten thousand a month. But they had uh, like two hundred or more books. And I said, I, I'm not doing that. I'm not. I don't want to become known as the journal lady. I, I'm a, I write novels, and so mainly novels. Although I do have a few nonfiction books out, and so um, I started doing it. So here's another. This is a tip. Don't believe everything you hear on YouTube. <laughs> you don't really know YouTube and off YouTube. You don't really know what all a person has put in and done, the setbacks they've had to get to where they are. Because who has time in a 10-minute, 30-minute, or an hour to tell you their whole life story? Nobody has to even do that if they wrote a 1,000-page book. They can't tell you about every second of their life, every thought, every decision, every person they met, every place they've been, everything they saw, heard, perceive, believe, stop believing, they can't tell you all of that. So there's a lot you don't know. I don't care what you hear somebody say. There's a lot that is you don't know, and the person doesn't have time to tell you it all. Even if you live with somebody all the time, there's so much you still don't know. You don't know everything they're thinking. There's so much you, don't, you, don't, you just don't know. You don't know everything they're feeling, but everything they're perceiving, you don't know. So... Um, don't don't believe all that and then go out there and start doing that stuff. Start creating a ton of journals. I only created like four or five, and I said, nah, I don't think this is the the way, even even a little for, for myself. But although I do love journals, but um, don't believe everything you hear on YouTube or anywhere, and you go out and you start doing all this stuff. And I'm not saying it doesn't work for some people, but I think a lot of people it probably doesn't. And then, then you're just cranking out these uh, journals and and activity books and uh, coloring books, and it's, you could get lost and stop becoming what you intended to be, which would maybe a novel writer or whatever you were from watching these YouTube. So that's a tip I give you. There's a lot they're not telling you because they don't. Who has time to tell you everything? And those people making a lot of that money, they generally have um, about two hundred. And some seven hundred or more books, where they where they're making that, and then what are they spending to to to, to make that money? So that's a, that's tip number one. Um, and 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 then again, I get shared you get get in there with people when they on the come up. Don't wait until they've made it. It's so often that people wait until somebody goes big, until they're huge, they're all over television. They people are following them everywhere. They've got security all around them. Then people want to go get the autograph. Then people want to see if they can chat with them. It's too late, generally. Then it's too late. It's too late. It's too many people coming at them. They've got security. It's tight, and for good reason. It's too late. You should have been there when they were on the come up. When 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 they when the singing was not. They had to smooth it out. You should have been there when they danced, and they they missed a step every now and then. But you could see they had the talent. That's when you should have been there. That's when you should have on when they don't come up. That's that's a tip I'm telling you in business, everything. People always want to get with somebody who has after they have made it. Get get in there when you can see they're committed, they're invested in it, they're passionate about this. Get in when they're on the come up, because that's when they'll sit down and chat with you. Not that some people, when they make it big, don't do that, but I think it would be much easier when somebody's on the come up. Here's another tip. And this was shared with me when I first started freelance freelance writing. And I started freelance writing, I'm going to say 2008. And I was this tip was shared to me. A couple of things. Research whatever it is you want to do. You want to open a restaurant because that is not an easy business. You want to open a restaurant. You want to open a delivery, start a delivery service. You want to create some courses and sell them online, whatever it is you want to do. Research it. And research not only the good stuff, how swell and good it can be, Research when people 
struggled and failed and said, Here to listen to the stories of people telling you, don't do it, whatever you do, don't do this. Listen to those two. Get the whole shebang bang, not just all the good stuff. Okay, not just all the good stuff. Research it, and then another thing, another thing, uh, definitely before you get get into it, do do your research. And and here's something I heard too. Don't some people say don't create a fallback plan because they they've done studies when we create a fallback plan. We generally don't succeed on our initial plan because we know we got something else to fall back on. Go all in. At some point, when I when I did my freelance writing, I had an opportunity to take a full time job, and I didn't take it. I said, "I'm going for it. I'm going for the writing to see what will come of it." And I'm so appreciative that I did that. I can't tell you. I can't tell you. <laughs> Because I learned through that that I could make an income on my own. And if I hadn't gone for it, I wouldn't know that. Even if you go back to another job, at least you know I can do it. At least you know I can do it. So that's go all out. At some point, at some point, be very careful about it if you have like a family. Be, don't be, be be intelligent about it. And I would say pray pray over it and maybe even meditate and pay attention to your dreams. But at some point, you, you may have to just go for it all the way at some point, all the way. Do your research and be, be willing to just go for it and see what happens. See what happens and be flexible and be ready to pivot as I have had to pivot on today's show. As I've had to pivot, always be ready to pivot. Always be ready to just go with the flow, just and stay open, and stay loving, and just and just keep going, and just keep going. So do do the research, but not all. Don't listen to stuff where people just tell you how wonderful and swell and great something is. In this world, you know, it's got a flip side to it. So listen to people when they tell you this. these are the challenges. These are when it can get hard with this. Just like the book publishing world. The, we know the music industry went, underwent a lot of changes with Napster and those free downloads. Now I'm starting to see record players in stores again. I'm starting to see albums in stores again. And I heard that, I don't know if it was CDs, the sales had increased at some stores significantly. So they're trying to pull away from that. And, and you, the movie industry, people are going to streaming. Movies being released straight to streaming. And I remember when people would stand in line and all the way down a block to get in to see a movie in a brick-and-mortar movie theater. So things are changing. The book industry, when I started out, there were no e-books. They didn't exist. And now they're e-books, although print books I think is still number one, and e-books and then audio books are coming on. And who knows if we don't start having some visual, not just the audio, but you might can actually watch a short, like a not a movie, but some kind of way with some visual component to a novel that that could be coming as well beyond beyond the book trailer. So stay flexible and and stay current with what is changing. Technology is changing at a rapid pace. It's changing so fast, so fast that you just have to keep up. What, 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 how are people publishing their books now? What are the what are the book publishing platforms? And they keep and they keep changing. When I when I went and and another thing, attend attend conferences. I mean, good ones, good conferences and seminars, online, offline. Give you the chance to network because other writers, other storytellers, know things from marketing resources to editorial uh, support you can get 
they know things, story development, structuring stories, again, different conferences that you may never have heard of. They know things that you don't know because nobody knows everything. That's one of the benefits of socializing and networking. Everybody knows something that the other person doesn't know. So as you get to know other authors, they can share things with you. Hey, you know they're having an event uh, down in uh, Bethesda, Maryland. You you want to come? I can go down there and we can we can share a table. And, and we should, you want me to go? I mean, I can go down there. It's only like about 15 minutes from where I live, and I know you live up in New York. I can get a, a and all you have to do is travel down. I get everything set up. I even set up the table before you get there. Yeah, sure. That's networking. That's networking. Then you might meet somebody at the event. Boom, and it, it leads into the next thing. So get out and network and attend conferences and seminars so you can continue to learn because technology is changing so fast. I, I feel like every time I was just on an online webinar just just yesterday and I, and I heard a name of a company that I had never heard before and it seemed like every time I'm on, I hear of a name of something that I I didn't hear I didn't hear before. So continue to learn. Go to the conferences. Go go to the seminars like the ones included in the book lovers having and stay current flexible. And another thing I share with you as a writer, I've been writing well over 40 years. Them early stories, I'm like, "Oh my god." But I I, I keep reading because there's no end to learning. There's no end to improving. There is, you never reach the point where you say, I can't get better. I don't know anybody who does that. So reading, you, 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 it just I don't know what it is about reading for a writer that keeps a writer sharp. When you read another writer's, I, I'm talking a good quality writer, Maybe somebody who you might even think, I'll never be that good. I'll never be that good. But you, you, read, you, read, you read these other authors' work, it somehow sharpens you as a writer. I don't, know, I don't know what that does. And I would imagine for singers it does. When you hear a singer, the way they work with that, the sound and work with musicians, it just it gives you... I don't know, it sharpens you some kind of way just as the listener. So continue to learn and continue to grow. And I'm going to close today's, I didn't know I was going to go this long. I'm going to close today's show out. I'm going to finish with another reading from Escaping for Freedom. So let's see, um, I did... I, I finished on chapter one. I'm turning pages if you can hear me. Uh, okay, I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna go a little further. I, I think I'm gonna start with with chapter two. I was I was where she met the little girl. So I'm on chapter two, and I'm at the very beginning of chapter two. I'm going to close out with a reading from Escaping Toward Freedom, and I hope you get a copy. It is in hardback, paperback, and ebook format. And let's see how long is it. It's going toward 300 pages. So this is a nice-sized novel. Yeah, it's like about 280 pages. So chapter two. The next morning, Clarissa tossed her book bag across her shoulders and went for a brisk six-mile run along the dirt road in front of her cabin. Loose soil flying up. Each time the heels of her sneakers hit the ground. Half a mile away from the end of the dirt road was the two-lane highway that Clarissa had driven to the cabin on. Her stride was open Blew it while she ran, bringing her a deep satisfaction. Her run back to the cabin was also smooth, yet the run demanded more of her lungs, forced her to take in deeper breaths. She ran with intent, her knees rising to her abdomen, arms moving with strength. The run felt sweet to Carissa. She smiled when she spotted her cabin less than a quarter mile ahead. Five yards from the cabin, her mood shifted. She approached the flowers at the cabin's edge. That's when she noticed it. 
a crack in the basement window. Even from where she stood, she saw that the crack was too large for hell or even an average-sized rock to have created. To her, it looked like someone had tried to break the window with their fist and enter the cabin. She inched toward the window, kneeled her right knee, poking grass and dirt, and pulled her gun out of the book bag. She scanned the basement, shifting her body from one side of the broken window to the other. Standing, she entered the cabin through the back door. After she locked the door, she tiptoed through the kitchen and headed down the basement steps. Her Navy training revealed itself as she turned the basement's three corners sharp and clean. The Glock pulled up in front of her chest, the trigger pin and drop safeties off. Two minutes later, she convinced herself that the basement was empty. She climbed the steps, reapplied her gun's safety mechanisms, and returned the gun to its case and her book bag. Still, worry stabbed her thoughts. At the same time, she reminded herself of how safe the area was, how safe the area had always been. To quiet the worry, she drove to a small hardware store at the edge of the Mozart Cabins community and bought nails, plywood, masking tape, two security cameras, and heavy plastic. She nailed and taped the plastic and plywood to the basement window before she climbed the stairs and sat down to write. Begging the muse to come, the same muse that allowed her to write a bestseller two years ago, she opened the picture window, plugged in her laptop, and sat at the writing desk for two hours. At the end of those two hours, she hadn't so much as typed a paragraph. That's when she started her search for ways to move beyond writer's block. Over the next couple of weeks, she tried painting, sightseeing, talking with April twice a week, singing out loud and cooking homemade meals. Nothing worked. The last thing that I need to do is throw away $500 a week on a cabin out in the middle of a very beautiful nowhere, Clarissa told April two Sundays after she arrived at the cabin. You get that writing in for inspiration, April promised. The muse will come, maybe today, maybe tomorrow. Trust God. I hope you're right, Clarissa sighed. I'm getting desperate. She didn't tell April that she was planning on foregoing paying her mortgage if her situation didn't improve over the next three months. The following morning, Clarissa got up earlier than she'd done since she arrived at the cabin. In fact, the sky was reddish-orange when she threw back the comforter in the cabin's primary bedroom and headed for the bathroom to wash up. She pulled on a pair of shorts, a T-shirt, and her running shoes. Then she trotted down the cabin stairs. Temperatures were already hot. Humidity caused her to break out in a sweat before she ran a mile down the narrow dirt road. The sweet aroma shooting off the honeysuckle at the side of the road left a lingering scent. In long intervals, a mild breeze blew off the trees that bordered the road and kissed the sides of Clarissa's face. When she turned and looked toward the highway below, she spotted a dirty white van ambling down the highway, barely hitting 25 miles an hour. The van, a bent Texas license plate screwed above its rear bumper, looked out of place to Clarissa. On top of that, the crack in her basement window flashed across her mind. Her run slowed to a jog. Her legs felt heavy, weary with worry. Half a mile later, she turned and raced back to her cabin. Seeing no footprints in the grass at the bottom of her cabin, she ran onto the porch, jammed her key in the lock, and pushed the door open. She checked up to dive upstairs, then returned to the first floor. She checked the kitchen and later the basement. Her shoulders didn't lower until she returned to the kitchen where she stood standing at the ceiling, working to calm her nerves. Um, let's see. I'm trying to think. Where am I going to go? Oh, she she froze, salad bowl in hand, yet all that she heard were chirping birds. It's nothing, Clarissa told herself, leaving the kitchen and entering the dining room. She had the dining room table across from a long picture window eating the salad and drinking grape juice. Out of the corners of her eyes, I've skipped some pages. She spotted a blue jay and a northern mockingbird fly across the sky. Last year when she visited the cabin, she spotted more than ten different types of birds. She chuckled and told herself that nature loved the air as much as she did. Ten minutes later, she was back in the kitchen, standing in front of the sink, washing the bowl for the night. This is what she... Lifted the grape juice off the counter and returned to the refrigerator. That's when she heard it again. A thump, followed by a thud of footsteps. She froze. She listened, wondering if the noise was coming from the porch. The thuds grew louder, came faster. Pressing her ear to the door, she drew, knew that whatever was recreating the noise sounded large enough to be a bear cub. Yet she couldn't get the van out of her thoughts, and she knew that the broken basement window had not been caused by a bear cub. 
She didn't wait. She ran through the dining room, into the living room, went up the stairs. Her heart didn't stop racing until she yanked her gun out of her book bag. She thought about calling her sister April, but decided against it, certain that if she didn't have time to make a phone call. Hurrying down the stairs, she ran through the back door. This time when she looked through the door window, she swore that she thought she saw what looked like a girl crouching next to a Camry that was parked at the edge of the backyard. But I'm going to stop there. Almost did a whole hour today. Oh, my God. Talk about pivot and flexibility. I hope you get a copy of Escaping Toward Freedom. And I pray for anybody whose life is experiencing these real-life situations. I really do. I, I pray for them. Escaping Toward Freedom. Get a copy. Hardback, paperback, ebook. Escaping to a freedom. I did enough reading. You can see the style. Like, yeah, I ain't digging on her writing style. Or I can roll with that. I can, I can get with that. It's a, it's a, it's a mystery. It's a suspense book. Again, Escaping to a Freedom by Denise Turney. We coming down the home stretch. If you've been with me this whole time, bless you, bless you, bless you, bless you, bless you, <laughs> and bless you if you didn't and you came in and out. If you came in in the end, you just heard that last book excerpt and you want to hear the rest of the, this show, which I had to pivot on, yeah, when it's finished streaming, I will put the, the link up. And you can come back here off the shelf at Blog Talk Radio and listen to the show in entirety. You can share it with as many people, and I hope you do share it. I shared on this show some writing tips and other tips for people who particularly are like have that entrepreneurial spirit on the show, and I did another book excerpt at the top of the show, and I just decided uh, to close close the show with a book excerpt. Please come back next Saturday, and and uh, uh, this has been a long time since a guest was not able to make the show, so that's why I ended up doing what I did. But we have always had a featured guest on the show, almost always, and last Saturday's was awesome. Miss Jade and Winona, you got to check them out. They, they, so many people listen to that show. So many people listen to that show. I'm telling you, they have so much personality. Jade and Winona, the and we thought book series ladies. Uh, uh, Jade and Winona. That's last Saturday's off the shelf show. This Saturday was supposed to have another awesome guest, but she was unable. It appears to make it, so I filled in. So check back next Saturday, 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, New York City time. If you if you don't live in the United States, just pull up your computer, New York City time, 11 a.m. off the shelf, kicks off with another phenomenal guest. And as I always tell you, you're awesome, you're amazing, you're incredible. Go out and create a fabulous day for yourself. I'll see you back here next weekend. Please go get a copy of Escaping Toward Freedom by Denise Turney. Bye for now. See you later. Blessings, blessings, blessings. Bye for now.